Hi, my name is Callie, and on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people, I ask them all the questions I can think of, and then, hopefully, by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. Okay, for the first time ever on No One Told Me, we are going to flip the script. So instead of me doing the interviewing, my friend Lindsay, who is pregnant with her first baby, a girl due in... November. November. So you're sitting at like six months right now. Six months. Six months. You're feeling it in the middle of summer. Yep. You're sweating. It's hot. <laughs> you're just pouring sweat at all times. It's a good time. Starting to swell up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Starting, yep. yes. Yep. Starting oh, to swelling. Pregnancy's beautiful, isn't it? It's so wonderful. Lindsay is going to interview me and Natalie, who was previously on the Mom Gill episode last season. But Natalie is a labor and delivery nurse. Not only has she had three children, so she's a professional in that realm, but she has seen a lot and knows a lot. Mm -hmm. So, Lindsay, here's what we're going to do. You have prepared a lot of questions as a first-time mom of, no one has told me how to do this. And I think if there is one season of life that we can all agree on, if you have had a baby, is that you literally feel like no one tells you anything about having a baby and bringing it home. People try to. But it's like no one can really prepare you for it as much as you think they should. I remember telling Ryan when we got home with Henley, I had a very real breakdown probably three days in, and I was ticked. And I was like, why doesn't anyone tell you anything about bringing these babies home? They're all there for you when you're in the hospital, Mm. and let me help you do this. And then you bring them home, and it's like, how's this thing alive? Mm. What am I doing here? No one is telling me anything. So, Lindsay, I'm going to let you take over the interview. These are your questions. We're going to do our best to mom-splain everything you need to know for pregnancy and delivery and home. We'll see how graphic you need us to get for delivery. But Mm. I can go there. (laughs) (laughs) We have a professional in our midst. So, all right, Lindsay, I'm handing it over to you. You are now in charge of No One Told Me. Are you going to rename it? Oh, it's your probably podcast. not. Probably not because because <laughs> I, this really is like in my whole life a moment where I feel like I'm getting into something that nobody told me. This is my no one told me. So it is perfect. This like whole thing is perfect for that. I really do feel like I'm about to get on a roller coaster, and you know that like scared feeling when you're like I'm excited. Your adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, you're, you're pumping. You're, you're like you're ready to go. I signed up for this. I think it's going to be great, but then the roller coaster starts going, and you're like going up the hill, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you don't know. You, you don't are. Know. You're on the the incline. You're making yep. your way up, I'm and the then incline. after that labor, it's all downhill. No it turning really, back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't get off. I can't get <laughs> off this roller you're coaster. You're locked in. Screaming. <laughs> your hair in. is all messed up <laughs> at the end. Same thing it's with the such mom. An you're just accurate like, analogy. Yes. Yes. Listen, yes, you look good. like you look like you've just been through it yeah. by the time you get off. Yep. 
So we're ready. We're going to help you though. We're going to prepare you for this as much good. as we can. Let's try. Not and scary. this is perfect timing too, because we are six months. We haven't bought a single thing for our child. There's not a thing in our house for our child. We're going to have it in three months. And me and Cole were talking the other day and we said, we really need to start. Like I, I have questions and I need to sit down with somebody who can help me answer all these questions. And then Kelly texts me and I was like, this is perfect. I get a huge audience to ask all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> that so I can possibly have about there pregnancy. Are, I was that when I was a first-time mom. I remember I had one friend who had had a child by then, and I just text her incessantly, like all the time, all anything that came to mind, I would ask her about. You have to have at least one person mm. that you can do that with. Yeah, Because I would ask my mom. My mom was like, I don't really remember <laughs> what that was like. Because things do change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in, Even with Lincoln, my oldest, he's eight. Things have already changed. And gotten easier. Yeah, and things that have come out to make things easier on moms. You can't think of one right now, can no, you? No, I can't because I've to, got mommy you? brain. And I, yeah. So what happens to your mama three. Listen, <laughs> yeah. you lose a little piece of your brain with every child. It's true. <laughs> okay, so my first question is, and this I think back to whenever we first got pregnant, when did you guys start telling your family and your friends and your job that you were having a baby? When is it safe? Because I was nervous about that. I was so excited that we were pregnant. It was the hardest secret to keep. But at the same time, you know, everybody has their own timeline and thing, but you don't you don't want to tell too quickly. So what do yeah. you guys think about that? When's the right time? When I saw like the positive thing, I just, that's just my personality. Like, Woo! Like, I want to shout it to the world. Everyone needs to know. Yes, and I remember Jonathan was a junior high pastor at the time, and this is how bad I was. I, like, called him and, like, said, I took a test. We're pregnant. And he hung up the phone because he was so mad because I didn't wait on him, which is so bad on my part, but that's just my personality. I can't wait. Cannot wait. And so that's how I broke the news to him, which I don't suggest. I think it's around eight weeks. They do, like, a vaginal ultrasound Mm -hmm. to see the heartbeat. Once they see the heartbeat, I think that's good indicator of yeah. that it's safe mm-hmm. and statistically that's higher that you know you're going to keep the pregnancy. It's going to be viable if you see that heartbeat. Well, that and I think it is. It's different for everybody. You know, for me, I didn't think I would ever get pregnant. It was just told to me that it was going to be very difficult, which at the time was accurate. So ours was a surprise, and I took no joke five pregnancy tests. I just kept going to the store and getting more because I thought this cannot. This is not supposed to be happening. And I just remember walking out, Ryan was in the living room. And you know all those cute ways that people tell their spouses Mm. and they're adorable and they're thoughtful? Mm -hmm. I literally walked out holding all five pregnancy tests and was like, this isn't funny. (laughs) Like he had done something to me and he he was so confused. He did not know what was going on. And then with the second one, I came out and sat on the couch and cried. And I said, I just want you to know this is our last Christmas as just a family of three. There's another baby coming. I was sobbing. Was that a surprise? Also a surprise. You think we don't know how it works or how it happens, but um, they were both surprises. But for me, I waited till 12 because I wasn't even supposed to be able to get pregnant. And so for my health, I needed to wait for 12. So I think it's just dependent on, you know, person. And I think that we told our families first and it was after that first doctor's appointment that we had where we got an ultrasound, but I'm the same. I could not wait. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm an open book completely. It's like you just walk around right after you You take those tests. You literally walk around and the whole time while you're thinking is I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. For those first few weeks, you're Mm -hmm. like, who can tell? Can you tell? Do you know I'm pregnant? So after I got pregnant, the first thing I thought is, 
I don't know anything about uh, babies or (laughs) what's about to happen to my body or anything. And so I grabbed the what to expect when you're my mom got me that immediately because I asked so many questions. Yep. So that was helpful for me. I made it through it finally. It was the longest book I've ever. So long. (laughs) Let me tell you, when you finish that book, were there points while you're reading that there was a little bit of fear? Oh. There were several I, points sure. where there I vividly were remember fear. myself. Yes. Fear became real to me in pregnancy. I was never a fearful or anxious person until I was pregnant mm-hmm. and until I had a kid. Mm-hmm. I was just not that, but mm-hmm. it has been a battle ever since. I learned with my first that for me personally, books and like researching things made me more fearful mm-hmm. and made me also set standards that I would not be able to reach. And I set expectations for myself, for my body, for Henley as an infant and milestones that I thought she has to reach these. And if she didn't, I thought something's wrong. Something's wrong. But every pregnancy and every baby's so different mm-hmm. that I don't think any one book or any one website you for that. can yeah. tell you what it's yeah. going to be like. It's mm-hmm. just... The thing is, is if anything's wrong with you, your doctor's probably going to catch it. If anything's wrong with your baby, your doctor's probably going to catch it. It's not on you to monitor. Like, I tried to get Ryan to get me a heart monitor so I could find the baby's heart monitor. But he was like, Callie, there's going to be times you're going to be able to find it, and you're going to lose your ish over that. After that moment, I did download the What to Expect app. And on it are community groups. They're like message Mm. boards for the month and year that your baby is born. It was the best thing I had with Henley because every time something happened with her, I could get on the app and on those community boards and see that it's happening with everybody else's baby. It wasn't weird. It wasn't different. And you can ask so many questions on there. It was the best resource for me because it was women who were walking through the exact same season with me. Yeah, exact same time. Experiencing the exact same things. And sometimes they were second or third time moms. So they were on those message boards too, being like, hey, no, that's normal. It's okay. You don't have to worry about that. That happened with my first. The What to Expect app on those community boards was huge for me with Henley. And then by Hagen, I just didn't, he's going to make it. You know, like... (laughs) Those poor second, third, and fourth. They're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried about yeah. it. So. I've, I've got to be honest. I really didn't read much. I didn't read <laughs> I didn't. Baby-wise, I did pick up for scheduling, you know, like naps and feedings and things like that. I, I skimmed it because my sweet sister-in-law gave it to me. And I skimmed it. And it was, it did have some helpful tips, especially with sleeping and sleep it was cycles so, and stuff I like that. I was so set on sleep cycles with Henley. I remember specifically, we didn't even leave the house because I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. we've got to sleep, eat, play, mm. sleep, eat, play yeah. for like certain amounts of time. Mm-hmm. It was such a rigid yeah, routine no, I didn't. that it stressed me and yeah. it stressed her. Like she could feel me. Yeah, so I mean, it, babies and uh, kids love schedules. That uh, absolutely, but you can't can strictly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. and did you do a labor well, class? I, well, I even you were working, teaching them. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. in, like going through education into. I still went for Jonathan's sake because <laughs> I was. He needed there, to know what he was about to see. Yeah, I was there twelve hours shifts. I, I knew, but I wanted him to be prepared how of what mm-hmm. what it was going to be like and where you needed to go and what end he wants to be at. Yeah, I mean, because it, it yeah. varies. They show you the rooms, the labor rooms, <laughs> and like what things are. And I it, think that is good. And I think if you're planning on breastfeeding too, lactation. The best thing was too. the lactation consultant who yeah. came to your room. Yeah, like sweet. I didn't know anything about breastfeeding. Yeah. I knew not a thing when that yeah. baby came out. First of all, the men do need to know what end they want to be on. Mm-hmm. Ryan knew 
I'm staying by your head. Exactly. Like, that's I don't want to see it. No, I don't want to. Like no. Ryan said, I will cut the cord. And he wanted to bring like Jonathan ceremonial Dino. scissors. You know, like the big ones that they cut ribbons with. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. He wanted to bring those to cut the cord with. But he was okay with that. But he was like, I don't want to see any of that. And I mm-hmm. don't blame him. Yeah. Then the lactation. I'll never forget when Henley came out and they laid her on my chest. It's such a moment. It is everything mm-hmm. that everyone builds it up yes. to be. It is yes. that. It's probably one of the only things in life that people build up so much and you're like, it can't be that yep. good. It and is it, that yep. good. Both times, it was that good when they lay that baby mm-hmm. on your chest. But then they're like, oh, I guess Henley was like like puckering or something. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, she's ready yeah, to eat. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? She's ready to she eat. Came what, out. <laughs> what are you doing? And this breast, like, I mean. Oh, the, yes. The breast lady. Nurse. The breast lady. <laughs> this nurse, like, manhandles me. Yes. And I was like, what is yes. I don't know. I What's will. I am a very modest person. Yeah. I am extremely modest. But all modesty is out the window. Oh. Mm. In labor and delivery. Yes. I mean, You're and just it, out for Ryan and I, it was like the sweetest thing in the world. Because he's also extremely modest. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. very buttoned up. Like, that's his personality and that's mine. So we worked. But I mean, the ways he had to help me and the way, I mean, he had to help me take my first shower and wash my hair for me. And the way he had to help me through the whole labor thing. It was just the sweetest moment. But even he, when Henley came out and that nurse was like, oh, she's ready. He was like, what? What is? Like, <laughs> he thought he needed to like turn around. He, yeah. It was... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, I mean, it's a natural thing, but you don't experience that day in and day out. So yeah. for the nurses and the other stuff, they're like, yeah, that's, that's nothing for them. Yeah. And I remember the first time they'd like change Henley's diaper and they like clean the baby. I was like, you you're too need to rough. calm down with my baby. You are like, yeah. jerking her yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, to them, it's these babies are fine. Yeah. They're so hardy. Yeah. And uh, oh, but I remember, I was like, right. It is hard to stop pulling on that baby. Yeah, like, yeah. Look at how she's rubbing her head. I know. That is a soft spot. <laughs> Does she not know? <laughs> so we are your labor class. You're welcome. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, so we're going to switch this up a little bit. I think one of my biggest fears about getting pregnant is my body's never going to look the same Ooh. again. It's going to change. Mm. It's never going to go back to the way it was. What do I do? And then also, how do I make the healthiest environment for this baby? Can I keep working out? You know, what are going to be the right things to eat? And then I had a lot of people around me that said, as soon as I got pregnant, don't touch that. Don't lift that. You can't go. Don't walk up the stairs, you know. And I felt like you guys, like, I feel like I'm in good shape. I'm physically active. I don't know. I'm trying to be healthy. Why does physically everything have to stop. So no, it doesn't, um, no. I know that's kind of a, you know, a yeah. medical type question, but what are the right things to do to keep your baby healthy? I worked out through I did too, the whole time yeah. with both. Well, through Lincoln, I did not. <laughs> you were just living that, that pregnant okay, life. Yeah. And yeah, that's another thing I want to address. I did the opposite. I'm like, yes, I love croissants. I listen to my body, my cravings. I want croissants. I want sweet tea all the time. And I gained so much weight. And it's hard for you to come back from that. Because I was under the mindset, yes, I'm pregnant. I'm supposed to gain, you know, 50, 60 pounds. But it's so much harder to get it off afterwards. But I worked out and I felt so much better with Nora and Farah. And and your body is so much better too when you go through labor and delivery. it's It's so much easier, so much better to recover. Your doctors will tell you the same thing. Now, if you're not already physically active, don't go. Yeah, Yeah, don't go straight up into it. I'm going to lift, you know, 50 pounds. I just remember them telling me what my heart rate could be. And I was like, that's my heart rate. Just, are you kidding me? It was the lowest thing ever. And I was like, there's no way. No. But I worked, I was hyper aware of it with Henley, not so much with Hagen, but I worked out, I I was still running several miles a day with both of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was still lifting. I Mm -hmm. mean, towards the end, it did get harder just because I couldn't breathe as good because they were pressing in on like my lungs or whatever, (laughs) like taking everything out of me. But I 
worked out the whole time. And I labor with Henley. I labored so long with her. But I could. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't exhausted. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I, I have nothing left to give. Because I was in good shape. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I tell that to everyone. Yep. It, take walks. Yeah. Jogs. Yeah. Just and listen something. to your body. And listen yeah. to your body. Because... I'm a Zumba instructor, so whoop, whoop. <laughs> you love some Zumba. And let so me tell you, fun. she is good at it. It's fun, you know, shaking your thing I when, look you're, like when you're big and pregnant. It's yes. great. <laughs> I make you turn the lights off like I'm your class because I don't need anybody seeing that. I don't so, need anybody seeing me doing that. So with Nora and Farah, I taught all the way up to about 35 weeks. Well, I started contracting so bad. I started dilating really quickly, so I had to stop and be a little bit less active. Do listen. So, I should have listened more. But my, because, my labor and delivery was great, yeah, much easier. easier. So, I mean... I pushed both of them out. Like a slip and slide. Yeah, it was, well, too, you know, it was my second baby. But still, I can still vouch for the fact that it's a lot easier if you stay active, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's a a good time. But I I will say with Hagen, I just wanted to prove that I could still do everything that I was doing before. And I would get ticked. People stopped asking because I would get ticked (laughs) if they tried to take something from me Mm. or tell me I could not do something. It just made me angry. And I pushed myself. I remember we had a huge event the night before Hagen was born. It was two days before his due date. <laughs> and we had one of our biggest events of the year. And I was dead set. I'm going to keep up with everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to be the pregnant girl who can't do anything. Sweat I, bullets. The only fun part, I was sweating so hard. Oh, my gosh. Um, you probably dehydrated. That I was dehydrated. Prob- yeah, that that's what, what made happened. my labor yep. so yep. bad was I was so dehydrated. Yeah. Yep. So that's a long answer for a very easy question. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> no, that's helpful. I love that. So are you learning active, a lot? Okay. So keep active. Yes. Let's check in. Are you learning a lot? I'm learning so much. <laughs> are you overwhelmed? Absolutely. No, no. We're just going is, to town and you're just sitting yeah. there nodding and I love it uh-huh. so much. This is just the beginning. This is, oh, We're just yeah. getting started. Okay. So six months now, I've stayed pretty normal, you know, through the most of it. But I would say like the last three weeks, I can't put on any pants. None of my old pants fit. I mean, completely six months months now. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a part of the body changes, which we didn't really hit on. Yeah. I'll just say this one part to answer that other part of your question. Mm -hmm. Your body's not going to not change. I tried to fight it as much as Mm -hmm. I could. Like with Henley, I did not let myself have junk. I did not do any of it because I didn't want to be heavy. I was so scared of it. Mm -hmm. No matter what I did, my body still changed. But what's so funny is even after, like, my mom was like, I put my same jeans on when I left the hospital. I was like, no, I'm going to smack you, Carol. But even after, for like the first week after you have it, you feel so skinny because your stomach's not all the way out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like, I look good. Like, it's because. Oh, I never thought that. (laughs) But you know, like, when you can put, like, clothes on again. Right, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, because your stomach's not so far out anymore. But then probably a month in, you're like, hey. My body's not back to normal yet. What's yeah. wrong? It takes- and I say this to myself. Like, I'm two years after my last pregnancy, and I still have to find grace. There are some things about my body that are not going to be the same, no matter how hard I work, which I, I work hard at it. Mm-hmm. There are some things about my body that are just not going to be the same. And it sounds cheesy, but you brought life into this world. Like, you literally grew a human being. Your body did that. And at some point, you have to say, you know what? I'm okay that some of these things aren't going to be the same anymore. And it's just finding, I'm not even there yet, but it's finding the grace and like making peace with it. It's okay. I have two very healthy babies. I'm extremely healthy. Yep. That's My all husband's matters. healthy. Health. We are mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, but your pants don't fit. I love it. Mine don't either still. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're doing good. <laughs> so <laughs> go for the elastic. So that's what I was thinking is, do I really have to go mm-hmm. out and buy all new clothes? No, or is there some kind of trick where I can just like put a bandage around yep. like Target my zipper? Has the, yep. Target has okay. the, the belly bands. Yeah. The belly bands and a hair tie. Simple hair tie. On your pants. I did that um, for a long time. Yes. On the button. 
Your the problem button. was my legs and my butt didn't fit anymore. So that <laughs> can't do, hair tie can't help that. Like, that was just, I had to really move into like well, the, joggers, the elastic. Joggers, yes. man, they're in. So are, and that was, you know. I just got loose yeah. fitting stuff. Yeah. I literally, if I went shopping, I was like, I can wear this after I have the baby. Yeah. I can wear this. I didn't go to any maternity places. Yeah. I no. didn't shop in maternity. And friends too. I had a lot of people who had mm-hmm. just had babies and we kind of just swap clothes. Yeah. yeah. And it's great. Bit. Yeah. It's, it's so great. So it's just buy things that are loose fitting and you can wear them for a long time even after you yeah. have the baby. Mm-hmm. It's great. That's good because I don't want to spend a whole lot of money on stuff. I know, that's all I could think. I don't too. know. I don't know what size I'm going to be in two weeks. Yeah. You know, yeah. so why would I? It's you know invest in something like that. You look so, so cute really right good. now. I know you look so adorable. Yeah. we'll take a picture Thanks. and post it. Y'all need to see. She's six months pregnant <laughs> in the middle of summer, and she looks yes. just ridiculous. It's kind of upsetting. You guys are my best friends. Thank you. <laughs> so the other thing that I have been obsessing over because this is like the biggest decision. This child is going to live with this name for the their rest of life. their life. What do I name this baby? And how do we decide as a husband and wife? Let me ask you this. <laughs> what how, the right name is. How has it gone so far, picking names? What does that look like? With yeah, what is your so process? Far? Like, what do you do? I read, I research everything that I can find. So I, I've probably, there's not a name out there that I haven't heard of for a girl right yeah. now. I think I've just looked on Pinterest and mm. I've even researched like this name, what does this name mean? What's the origin mm. of this? Then yeah. what are nicknames for this? I mean, yeah. I think I've thought, are we going to get like a family name or, you know, a name Gosh, that has a really I'm great so meaning? for all of this thought. All these things that we've put in so much thought, but now I have a list of like 10 names and now I don't know how I'm going to decide and I think I just have to wait until she comes out and then I'm going to be like she looks like this yeah yeah I love that so much it was I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she told me what we were talking about what she named her two girls and they all had like very specific the first and middle name had like the most specific meanings Mm -hmm. to them and I looked at Ryan Ryan was there too and I was like well um Henley we heard that name in a movie when we were dating (laughs) and loved it so that's her and then Hagen was not named until two weeks before he was born because mm-hmm. we could not agree on Decide. anything. Yeah, yeah. Like every name I said, he didn't like in the names he said. Like he liked Archie. And I was like, he's not, is he going to come out an 85 year old man? Because if so, we can go with Archie. And then I liked Huck. But oh, he yeah. said on the playground, when they start doing the name rhymes, mm. what do you think they're going to call him? Uh, I said, that's only if we send him to public school. <laughs> if we go private, it'll be fine. But then he came, and I still wasn't, like, really sure of Hagen. Mm-hmm. I was still kind of doubting it because mm-hmm. it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But he came, and I was like, he's a Hagen. I remember saying that in the yeah. delivery room. Yeah. This is a, he's a Hagen. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this fits. Yeah. So, I said the same thing about Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. We literally just kept throwing things out there until we both liked one. There was no rhyme or reason yeah. to it. I always wrote down whatever mm-hmm. name, like, I'm like, because you're so aware you of names. so many names. And you're so much more aware of names when you're at this stage. You're like, right. oh, that sounds great. So I'd always write it down or whatever to remember it. But with Lincoln, we already knew what we wanted to have him named. What, what, are some, what's, what are some of your front runners? Do you want to share them or are they secret? Are they secret? It's okay if they are. Well, I'll let you guys make fun of me for this one. So the first wait. one, and I, I would say Cole, he probably makes fun of me for this one a little bit too, because it's fine. So 
this name, I swear I was having a dream and this name came to me in my dream and I was like, that's it. That's the name. Okay. And the name is Josephine. Oh, we love that one. Okay. We love that one. That one's good. Okay. And here, and here's why I like it. Josie? Yes. But I think of Josie Grossy, like never been kissed. But that's what I wanted for Farah. I was like, because we had Aunt Josephine. So yes, keep on going. Yes. I love that name. Okay. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, and then I thought there are so many nicknames that go with Josephine because you can call her Josie. Mm-hmm. You could call her Sophia. Basically, whenever jo. she gets older, yeah. Joe, Jojo, Joey, mm-hmm. she can pick her name yeah. whenever yeah. she gets yeah. older. She doesn't like yeah. it. Like, she can just decide. So that was one that I really liked. And I guess, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens I with love that Josephine. one. But I like I that, that one. Also... Do you like older uh, names? Like older, I love like, older names. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, yeah I do like, too. Yeah. Names like classic names yes. like Charlotte, yes. I think, is something that I, I like really Scarlet. Scarlet. Yes, love that one too. Yeah. Mar- okay, so the name Marcella, or oh, and then the her, what you would call her would be Marcy. Mm-hmm. I think Marcy, and I like Southern names mm-hmm. too. I always loved Charlotte and call her Lottie. I've always yes. loved Oh, wow. yeah. I've never I've heard of that. that. I don't know, like My Nana's name was Claudette, and they called her Debt. And oh. I just always thought that was so cute. But Ryan was like, it sounds like death. I was like, okay, well. Maybe whenever we have a boy, like I pick the girl's name and just let me have it. And then if we get you to have a boy, he can pick and the boy's name. there's one name that I've always loved that I haven't gotten to use on one of my own children yet. And it's don't Callie. It. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's on your list or not. Um, about it. But it's a strong name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a strong yeah. name. Solid Love name. It. Yeah. And it is bad because anyone that you've ever gone to school with is like off the list. Like if you've That's ever true. known someone and you love the name but with then that you, name, you, and then you just you're like, yeah, I can't look at my ruined. kid and see that face all the yeah. time. Like, I can't tell you how many times somebody has like helped me or thrown out names. They've said, "What about this?" And I'm like, "No, because mm-hmm. I knew a girl yeah. and yeah. she yeah. wasn't." I know. I loved this one name, and I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Can't not do it. Your next question is one of my favorites. Oh, okay. So, how do we prepare for? Delivery. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I've read that you need to have a birth plan. Stuff. Oh, I know. Wow. Okay. What'd so I've read too much already. But I've read that you have to have a birth plan and you have to know, like, who's going to cut the cord, who's going to, you know, do this. Am no. I okay? I don't have a birth plan. No. First, Can like, I tell I you, know, they ask me, I kid you not, every doctor that asked me a birth plan, my only answer was drugs. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. They said, do you have a birth plate? I was like, yeah, drugs. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Yeah. Ryan and I walked in blind. We still laugh about it. We walked in the hospital. We had no idea what was going on. I mean, we just did what they told us to do. We had no idea. And they said, do you want an epidural? And the two in me was like, I can't ask for it yet. She'll think I'm I'm needy. I can't. <laughs> I can't ask for it yet. And then I finally got it. And it was Heaven. It was just rainbows it feel, and sunshine. Yep, and it feels and like they put something in that epidural to make you sleepy. I know. It, it makes was you just, so sleepy, but it's, and not, it's just your body who, relaxing. Yeah. And now it's, it's just, right. I think it's different. Like if you want to do the drugs or not, like it's different for everybody and what your personal conviction is. Uh-huh. But I knew from the get-go, give me, give me the drugs. And it was, Ryan and I had so much fun. I mean, it was, again, all modesty is out the window, but <laughs> we laughed so hard. We laughed so hard the whole time. Yeah. It was so good. And bless the moms. Let me just say this. Being a nurse in labor and delivery, 
I was a nurse for four years before I had Lincoln. So I'm like telling all these mamas, like, this is what happened. This is what, you know, this is what it'll feel like. But I really had not personally felt that, you know, I just kind of knew from reading and, you know, my knowledge that this is what it feels like. It's so, it's totally different experiencing yourself. So I think I was a better nurse too afterwards, but bless the mamas who have a birth plan because that's great. You know, you're prepared. That's great. But let me just say it can change so quickly and you have to be in that mindset to where. was not in my birth plan. Yes. That was not. And it's not any, I mean, really, I mean, everybody wants to have a vaginal birth. I just trusted the doctor so much that when she said, listen, Henley's not coming. Her head is off to the side. We're going to have to go in and get her. I was like, okay. It was my trust level because I loved my doctor mm-hmm. so much that I was like, hey, she she wants me to have this baby vaginally. She wants me to do this. But if I can't, I know when to bow out and right. say, you know what? And people talk about C-sections like you shouldn't be okay with it or you shouldn't like want it or or whatever. And yeah, I didn't like go in thinking I'm going to right. have a C-section. Right. But it brought my baby into the world. Right. So I don't. I love that it happened. Right. Listen, what I matters, love that you, you know, pulled all my organs out and got that baby yeah. and stuffed them back in there. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. And yeah, I've got a scar, but I kind of like my scar. I'm kind of okay with it. Do mm-hmm. I wish I could experience it the other way? Yeah, I do. But yeah, I just be okay with a, I just want with to. another plan, you know, not be so strict and rigid with one, you know, specific plan. This is how it's going to go and that's how it's going to be because there's so many things that can happen, so many variables. Not to scare you or anything like that. Right. I mean, cuz 9 times out of 10 it's going to be great. It's going to be a good experience. You're going to have a healthy baby and you're going to be healthy and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and I know one of the big questions is what are the essentials? Like right. mm-hmm. what do you need? Where do you need to go to get them? What do you need? I had a great friend who I said, I don't know what to register for. And she gave me a list of at Bye Bye Baby. And she said, these are things you actually need. All this other stuff, you don't think you need it. You don't. And she gave me this incredible list of what to actually register for. I followed that list with registering mm-hmm. because there's a lot of stuff that when you see it as a first time mom, you're like, I'm going to need, need that. that. Yeah. Yes, like I, there's going to be a situation where I need yeah, the, you need situations that. Gonna come up or I need I'm a little TP for his little PP. I know, yes. Uh, that, 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 <laughs> well, that, and it was just rhymes. such a cute little, little idea. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to put a little house over his yeah. PP. No, you don't. You don't know. <laughs> you don't need that. No. But it's true. You just need to trust some other moms that are your friends and they're going to tell you what you actually need yeah. and do not need. So I'll cover you on that. But just know you do need, you need bottles. Obviously. Yes, diapers. You need diapers. I mean, you, but mostly some good butt paste. Some good, yes. Some good, some good strong, wipes. Yes. Strong wipes for those yeah. first few weeks because you've never seen anything like it. Let me just say, triple paste the white. Triple paste has been the best. And we actually, Boudreaux's. See, I didn't like. I didn't think that that worked as good as yeah. the white because I found this out with my third. Because you still you still learn things even after yeah. the first you just keep mm-hmm. learning and that was best for me it was Sweet white Lindsay, white paste the reason I knew she needed to do this <laughs> is I was talking to her one day and she was like you know I know my world's about to change I know I'm going to be changing like four diapers a day and I looked at her I said. <laughs> Four diapers a day. Like maybe when they're two, we need to sit down. Like we need to sit yeah. down and we need to talk because yeah. it might be four diapers in like two hours. Yeah, like, <laughs> especially at the beginning, girl. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I did say it, that. It, it, it flies that's what by the dad's so for. Quick. So. Ryan was great. I will say, Ryan knew that that was his job. Like Get diaper diapers. change. I swear, he changed every diaper that's the good. first like two months of Henley's life. That's awesome because he was like, "This is this is what I can do. I can't do much, but mm-hmm. I can do this." Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really really great. Okay, so what should I bring with me? I'm like the moment's happening, my water's broke, whatever, I'm headed to the hospital. What are the things that I need to put in that bag with me that are going to make me feel happy about my life? Mm. I think it depends on, are you wanting to do like a photo shoot with your baby when the baby's mm, born? No. 
You don't? No. no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It just Because that, I was aware of what I was going to have on mm-hmm. because I knew I would have the, and treasure those pictures forever. And so I had just like some throwaway nightgowns that I knew were probably mm. going to be ruined and I would never some, be able to wear them again. Yeah. And I didn't want to wear the hospital gown the whole time I was there. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember looking at pictures and I had this gown on in my head and I looked so bad. Not that everything is about that, but I, with the next ones, the next one, I, I made sure I had some sort of suitable nightgown or some sort of like pajamas or Walmart. something yeah. and had some Walmart. sort of makeup on mm-hmm. or something just because so, you, I mean, because you're going to be like, oh, you my. look rough. Yes. I mean, you, and you're so you look like you've just yeah. birthed a human being. Yeah. Like you do. But I just went, I went to Walmart and got, they had some cute little nightgowns that were super cheap. Mm-hmm. I got the, and they were just dresses, like just the dress ones that were easy to put on. Because nurses are coming in and out. They're checking you. They're mm-hmm. making sure everything's okay. Like it's just easier to have a nightgown. I just got some cute ones. I shoved that in there. Someone told me to take slippers. I just walked around barefoot in the hospital. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't worry too. about slippers. I, I, went and, I did but. take a little bit of makeup just because yeah. I wanted to look okay. Yeah, when I was not like pictures. beauty queen. Because yeah. everybody's just, coming in and out to take pictures yes. with you. I did do that. I did your basic toiletries. I mean, you're going to mm-hmm. want to wash your face. You're going to do that kind of stuff. So I brought that. And I really didn't take that much. Like I brought what I wanted Hanley to wear home. Yep. Yep. So I packed okay. that. I packed her coming home outfit. Yep. And I packed some hair Pass. bows. Did you pack passies? I packed passies. I did pack passies. Yeah. Because they, they provide, but it's a different type of passy. So mm-hmm. it's, and it there's is. so many different kinds of pacifiers. So that's, and that's another thing, another whole thing. Because mm-hmm. each one of mine had different wants and what they wanted in yeah. a passy. And some babies don't even take passies. That's a, we need to do but, like a follow up yeah. when the baby gets home yeah. episode where yeah. it's like, right. these are the things mm-hmm. you will need by yeah. your side. Mm-hmm. Well, I changed my mind. I think I do want pictures now that you say that. I mean, you I don't want yeah, like I a photo shoot. No. But, and I'm not going to like video like, it. A family member, like, but you're right. I do want those I had in the very um, beginning. Yeah. Our yes, friend Catherine, who had taken all of our pictures, was in the room with us with Henley through the whole labor. Mm. Like, because I wanted, let me tell you the only reason why I wanted the moment when Ryan held Henley for the first time. Yeah. I just, I wanted that moment yeah. so badly. And she was a pretty, I mean, she was a real good friend after that, but <laughs> she, she was so patient and sweet. She was in there so long with us. And she even waited until the C section was over and she came in there immediately and took all the pictures that mm-hmm. I dreamed of. And we have them forever now. So yeah. Yeah. I just, I knew I wanted that. So I was just hyper aware of it. And the whole other issue is who you're going to have in the room with you. Right. That was going to yeah. be one of my next have questions. Have you thought about it? Yeah. So I think, I mean, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I think that I want it to just be me and Cole. Cole is medical. And so I feel really safe with him. I just don't want to play the like politics of my mm-hmm. mom. And if I have my mom, then his mom. That's and, exactly. You know, that kind I of just, thing. I said, it's just Ryan. And yeah, yeah, but just right. <laughs> See, I was weird. Like my first, I just wanted my mom. So I mean, even though I experienced it for four years, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I just wanted my mom. And, and I the didn't want to have to manage the emotions of a lot of people in the room. Yeah, because right. I knew I would have some big emotions, and I didn't want anything being projected on me. But also, I also have this need to like make everyone feel okay. Yeah. Like yeah. they're happy to be there and they're comfortable. Yeah. And I didn't want to manage all that. So see, I didn't really care. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> that's like, yeah. But I, but I wanted. I just wanted. I just my mom wanted there. Ryan with me, and that yeah. was it. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. That's what I did too. Is I, and also I didn't want to hurt feelings. Hey, you guys are doing so good. You're getting through most of my. Let's questions. talk about what's your plan after. Are you going back to work? Are you going to stay home? Are you talking babysitters? Are you? What's your? What are you thinking? So I think for, um, I'm work. You know, kind of part time now that we have moved. So I've slacked back with work a lot. I think for me, I'm one of those that I love to stay busy. So I am, I guess I am a little bit nervous about 
I don't know how I'm going to feel, obviously, yeah. whenever yeah. whenever the baby comes. But right now, I'm like, okay, so, you know, we get past this and, you know, we have our baby. And then I can go back to doing things like skiing and, you know, like working, doing these other things that I couldn't really do, like, during pregnancy. So I think that I will want to go back to work just to be socialized and, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know. And I guess that's another question is when's it okay or when did you guys feel ready to get a babysitter or go back to work or just go on a date and leave your baby like with your parents? I never had issue leaving mine with my mom or Ryan's mom. I was 100% okay and comfortable. I didn't cry. I didn't do anything. I was like, this is, I I want a moment and I, I need that. And it was a little while before I was like, Let's go out, mainly because I wanted that time. Yeah. Those sweet early on moments with both of them. I went back to work too soon, and it was my own fault. I will say that. I just wanted, I so wanted back into a rhythm Mm -hmm. that it was hard for me to be out of routine for a long time. But the first time I dropped Henley off for Mother's Day out, and who I dropped her with was Miss Jody, who is still one of our Mm -hmm. babysitters because she's incredible. But I dropped her with Miss Jody, and I went and sat in the hallway and sobbed. And called Ryan, and I was like, I just left our kid with a stranger that she does not know and just walked out. And all she's going to be thinking is, where's her mom? Where's my mom? And, like, I mean, I was a mess. And Ryan was like, Hallie, did you not have people taking care of you when you were little? And I said, because I went. I mean, my mom went back after, like, four weeks. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. And he said, are you damaged because of it? And I said, well, I mean, that's up for debate, but I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I think I'm okay. And he was like, it's going to be okay. Like, she's still going to know you're her mom. She's still, think about the moment, what the moment's going to be like when you pick her up and like the sheer joy of it. And it's still that when I go get them. Mm-hmm. Like, they are so excited and they've had so much fun, but they are so pumped to see yeah. me. And it is such a great, great moment. So for me, I knew I was called to work and called to be a mom. I was called to do both. And mm-hmm. I knew that. And some aren't. But I knew that for me was true, and I could do both, and I was okay doing it. But it was – I don't know what the time frame was for me when I left them with the first babysitter. I don't remember. Because we lived we lived it near family, too. So it was mainly family. It was, you know, a few weeks. And I still would choose family any day over – because one, I don't want to But if you don't have that option, like if you don't have the option, like when we moved here – We just had Nora. Yeah, we had just had Nora. Gosh, she was like three months, four months we moved here. Yeah, it was a while before we went on date because we didn't know anyone. I mean, we didn't know anyone here at the time. So and a lot was, of times finding babysitters for me was my friends who already had yeah, kids. Yeah. And they told me who they trusted and loved. And that's who yeah. I remember talking to the Mother's Day Out director. And I was yeah. like, hey, I was, do I was you know say, anyone who yeah. I can trust to like come and watch kids? And she yeah. gave me names. She's like, I yeah. love these people. And I they trust had been completely. background checked. So yep. that's all been. Good thing. Yeah. So yeah. good. So I rely that way. a lot on friends telling uh-huh. me, which I have to be very close with you for to give you one of my babysitters because I might need that babysitter and you might have mm. already taken her from me. So yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I have to love you a lot to give you one of my babysitters. That's that's true story. But yeah. I just trusted my friends to yeah. tell me this is good. And it's whatever you're, you're never going to be a hundred percent happy dropping your kid off. You're just not. Well, Still to this day. I know. <laughs> I <third>. mean, <laughs> you look like you've held a baby before. Take this one. Thank you. I still will feel kind of bad about it, but I still know I'm going to be better because of it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they're better because of it. They can make friends. They can talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. They can talk to this wall right here for a little while. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so when did you, after you bring the baby home, 
when when can other people come in and start like holding it and be around it? Are there rules? Well, I know whenever I came to your house, I and I don't know how old too. he was, but there was like hand sanitizer. Yeah. The size of your house, like, that thing was yeah. big. I, well, I, I was both, like, I'm washing my hands with Dawn soap. I'm not even going to use the hand sanitizer because I'm not handling I made everyone wash their hands. They had to sanitize. I had to make sure there's nothing on their clothes. And then with Sweet Hagen. Poor buddy. I mean, he was exposed to, to yeah, it all immediately. Because I was like, oh, you want to hold him here? Take but it. I think it depends on season, too, because you're going to be delivering November. That is flu season. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. as a nurse, like, oh, gosh. And that was the way with Farah. She was born in the wintertime. The other one was born in spring. So I didn't think about it as much with them. But I carried her in... um uh, a wrap on my chest so nobody could reach in or do anything. That's like, exactly dirty how hands. it was with Henley. So that is a great thing. If you do right. go out, just do you wrap, wrap her to your chest. I'm going to get you one. You need that. That's you true. need I'm that. Of you. Okay. I didn't com- take comfort. I didn't have anything either. I had like nothing for the longest time because it overwhelmed me mm-hmm. to think about it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just not going to get anything for a while. But those wraps yes. were, I didn't need it so much with the first, but it was a protection level. Uh-huh. People couldn't get in her uh-huh. face. Uh-huh. When I had her in that wrap, but yep. with the once you have two, you need something to tuck the little one in so you can take yes. care of the rest yes. of them. Free up some arms. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. But you need a wrap. If any first time mom mm-hmm. listening, you want a wrap and you want yep. a really great stroller, a yep. really great stroller because you're going to want to get out of the house, take walks. Mm-hmm. You just want to move when you first come home with the baby because you just don't want to be stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. So get a great stroller. Spend the extra money on a really good one that'll stick with you or register for it and then pressure people into buying it for you. <laughs> and I also got a little dinky like Walmart one yeah, that I could like just whip out. Yeah, yes, yeah. that I could just whip out real quick mm-hmm. for like short little trips. It yeah. worked out really well. Yeah, and that saves on space in your car too. <laughs> I'm going to give you a whole list of things you need. Do you feel better? I feel so much better. I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm so yeah. excited. I guess the biggest thing is this is just such a blessing to be able, and I, and I've, you know, if I get fear and things like that, I just remember I'm so excited to be able to, one, join this community of people I have for so long, and I'm sure people who don't have children think about this too, but I hear people talk about kids mm-hmm. and pregnancy and things, and I'm like, I have no idea yeah. I'm out of that. And so I'm so excited to join that community of people who have children to see, you know, my children get to grow up with other children and just step into that phase of life. And I'm just so excited to like see what she's like and learn her personality and see what she's going to do with her life. And I'm so focused on that. And I think I already have this like great sense of focus of wanting to protect her. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm just I think that's wonderful. And I'm so excited about it. A little bit nervous about the delivery part of it. But at the end of the day, I've got three months, like three months to get through that, and then it's over, and I have the rest of my life to be able to just have all these special moments, you know, with this child. So yeah. I'm just just honored um, to be able that that God would trust us to be able to have children. To be so the mom I can't of little like, Callie. Yeah. <laughs> just, little Callie. That is so special. Yeah. It really is. It is. But it is. Um, it's the greatest thing I've ever done. It is. Yep. By far the greatest thing I've ever done. And I never take it lightly. Yeah, every night I'm always like, oh my goodness, how am I so blessed just to have when these. When they go to sleep. Have these kids yeah. and you can watch it's them. It's only when they go to sleep that you think these and things. And you can just like, watch <laughs> them sleep and they're just like not talking this is back great. or yeah. sassing back or screaming at you for okay. making you chicken nuggets instead of Natalie, corn dogs. let's wrap. Gosh, the chicken The, the food, the food stuff drives yes, me bananas. Yes. Okay, what's the one thing you're so happy someone told you about for motherhood? It can be, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, is there a, a a thing that you bought, a thing that you, advice that you were given, um, all of that? 
crying never hurt a baby because that I kept having to think that when Lincoln was screaming and crying and we're trying to get him to sleep and I'm not going to try and coddle him back to sleep and he was trying to go to sleep. He's going to have to cry it out. He's going to have to cry it. It's not going to kill him. He's going to cry and that's going to be okay. And mine's related to that, the crying it out thing. Yep. When you're trying to get them in a crib, you're mm-hmm. trying to get them to sleep by themselves. It's a stage that comes. It won't mm-hmm. come for a little while. Yeah. But it's a stage that comes. You've got to shift them to, Have to. get them yeah. to go to sleep. Otherwise, you'll lose your mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember I used to tell Ryan, I'm going to do this, but I have to go do something else. Like, I need to be away where I can't hear it, mm-hmm. and I need you to watch it. And I would set time limits, and that's how I got through it. Okay, I will let her cry until this time on the clock. And if she's still crying, I'll go get her. And that was for me. And slowly, it was she, it was shorter and shorter yeah. and shorter. But I remember having to go take a shower mm-hmm. or having to go do something mm-hmm. because I couldn't emotionally handle it. But those were limits that we set that were really great. And also, I hated on the nose, Frida, hard. And What's it's, that? You, oh, the sucker. It's like the sucker. You yes, put it up their nose and you yeah. suck it. And I thought it was gross. Don't do it. It's the best thing I've ever done. It was, oh my gosh, it clears out all their crap. And it's so... so I still it's am very a saline girl. I'm still a saline girl. If any uh, kind of just junk, they have no... The saline stressed me out because I thought then, I was sucking their brains out. I no, couldn't. and then I suck it. And so, no. The green saline's bulb. Saline's good. Oh, the green bulbs that they give you. When yeah. you're at the hospital, yeah. yes. take as many as you can. Put green everything bulbs. in your yeah. bag. Yep. Like bring yep. a bring an extra bag in your bag to yep. put stuff from the hospital because you're already blankets. paid for it. Yep, little blankets. You've already paid for it. Uh-huh. You take it home with you. Like We use those blankets for like We literally, they would bring diapers in and we'd stick them in our bag and they'd have to bring more in. Like, yep. We, you, you've already yep, paid for you it. Because you are in it. It's an yes. expensive, yes. expensive stay. Take Let me tell home. you that. Take yes. Home. I don't know if that's ethically okay to say, but <laughs> there it is. There it is. Lindsay, I'm excited for you. I will be there to deliver little Callie into this world. <laughs> I know Cole will be okay with that name too. Yeah. So I think you will. I'll be your photographer. I'll bring my iPhone in there. Perfect. And I, <laughs> I can't wait. Just tell Cole the one thing he needs to take away from this is stay near the head. Like, stay by your head. <laughs> Not the baby's head. Not the baby's head. Stay by your head. <laughs> He don't want to see that. He don't want to see that. Stay no. stay near your head and it'll be so great. <laughs>I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C-E-Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.